Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. So, you know, as always, you know, when I have quiet moments and it gives me an opportunity just to contemplate things and just meditate on just life in general, I, I found myself just thinking about relationships in general and just and just people. And I came to the conclusion that no matter how we may end up in life, be it with someone or alone, no one has lived a life without having some form of a relationship. Now, I didn't say they all have to be good or that they all were good or even beneficial to us for that matter. But understanding the nature of life and living, we cannot live in this world without having had or experienced some type of relationship. Some of us have been fortunate enough to be blessed with many healthy, supportive people in our lives. Others of us, I mean, it is what it is, not so much. The key, I think, in either case, is learning how to have a good understanding of what a healthy relationship constitutes. But before we can even talk about what is and is not a healthy relationship, I think we first need to have a common understanding of what a relationship is exactly. Now, you know, I'm not going to pull up Webster's definition of relationship. I'm going to give you what I think a relationship is. To me, when I think about what a relationship is and what that means to have a relationship, I envision something that basically is a beneficial engagement between two people. Two people who are committed to the same ideas, the same goals, and have a common purpose as it relates to how they interact and deal with each other. Um, In a relationship, I envision that the roles of the people that are involved complement each other. Meaning that you don't have to be 100% good at everything and neither does the other person that you may be in relationship with, but rather where you lack, they're strong and where they're strong, you may lack. So when it comes together, when the two of you come together, rather, you complement each other. And so to me, it's, it's almost kind of like I look at a relationship as being a harmonious existence between people that serves to support, promote, encourage, grow, and strengthen the people that are a part of that relationship. And so for today's conversation, that is what I'd like to spend some time talking to you about. And that being relationships, or just quite frankly, people. Now, I want you to put a pin in what I asked earlier about what do you think it means to have a quote-unquote healthy relationship because we're going to come back to that point. Before I get any further into today's dialogue, I want to share a scripture with you. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 
the New International Version, reads as follows. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Amen. Now, keeping this scripture in mind, I now want to go back to the question that I asked at the outset of this episode, and that is, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? Now, we all understand that when we think about the word healthy, we think about something that promotes, uh, something that nourishes, something that aids in the betterment and overall well-being, right? Anything that's healthy is good for you, correct? And so by virtue of thinking of just what the word healthy means, we can then just go ahead and make the assumption that when we say healthy relationship, we're talking about relationships that are good for you. And so what I really want to talk about in today's episode is why healthy relationships are so important in the life of a believer. And so, you know, I always talk about how life is full of all these difficult things that we may have to encounter, how there will be moments where things just don't go the way we want. There will be moments where we may struggle with not only staying connected to God, but even trying our best to stay in the will of God. There may be moments where just the pull of the world is more appealing than trying to do what pleases God. And so in the life of a believer, who you are connected to, who you choose to stand in relationship with, It's so important to your walk with God because remember what I said about what a relationship does, right? And how I define a relationship. A relationship is that harmonious existence, right? But it requires two people and the two people are feeding off of each other. You're picking up each other's ways. You're picking up each other's ideas. You know, you're one another's yin to the other's yang, for lack of a better analogy, And so if we think about it in terms of how relationships are so intertwined into our overall well-being, how the people that we are connected to, they feed our spirit man, sometimes even unbeknownst to us. We pick up their habits, sometimes even unbeknownst to us, even down to words they use or phrases or catchphrases that they may say regularly. If we think about how easily we begin to absorb the ideas, the values, the thoughts of those that we are connected to, it remains exceptionally important then that a believer is absolutely careful about who they choose to connect themselves with. It is so easy for the mindset to become polluted with things that have nothing to do with God. And so easy for the mindset to become distracted by things that are not the things that God would want us to focus on. And so when I'm talking about being in a healthy relationship and as a believer and being connected to people that help you to stay in a place of sound belief in God, I'm talking about being connected to people who likewise have the ability 
to and for themselves maintain a relationship with God. They too are striving for the common things that you are striving for, and that is to have a better relationship with God. They too are avidly and consistently seeking him out to gain clarity over the plan and purpose for their lives. They too understand that while life may not always be easy, you have to stay connected to God. And because of that understanding, they are in a good place to then help to feed you, support you, and encourage you in those moments where you may be encountering difficulty in just navigating that same thing, how to stay connected to God through difficult moments. And so a healthy relationship for a believer should be one that looks to help you stay in position to not only hear from God, but continue to gain clarity and insight in purpose and plan from God and what it is that he wants you to do and how it is that he wants you to be and how it is that he desires for you to live your life. Where a relationship is not healthy for a believer is where that relationship tends to take you away from that connection to God. It tends to take you away from the thinking that we as believers know that God desires for us to strive to have and instead supplants it and replaces it with things that are contrary to what we know God would want us to do, God would want us to say, or even how God would want us to live. And so interactions with people that are not connected to God and connections with people that are not connected to God will oftentimes muddy the waters in those moments where it is so important that we absolutely are connected to God, that we absolutely are trying to hear from him. Where you have a friendship or a relationship or even just a casual dialogue with an associate, a consistent associate, if you don't want to call him a friend, where that person or that individual is planting seeds, thoughts, ideas, values, concepts that don't align with the word of God over a period of time, if we are not careful, these things begin to permeate our thinking and indirectly and discreetly begin to impact how we ourselves begin to view things. And so we have to be very careful that when we are seeking out relationships, those relationships are healthy by way of consistently encouraging and empowering and promoting our ability to stay connected with and in the will of God. So how do you know if you are currently in a relationship or even relationships rather that are healthy? And for me, I think the best barometer is the scripture that I read at the outset of this episode. And that is that a friend is someone, and I'm paraphrasing, who loves at all times. So you just have to ask yourself this question. Are you surrounding yourself with people who are capable of loving you at all times? And by all times, I mean when you are at your worst, when you may be in the most low place. And again, and, and, and to counter that, when you are at your most high place, do these people show you consistent love? Do these people show you consistent support? 
Do these people offer consistent words of encouragement? Do they seek to build you up when you need that? Do they seek to help to empower you when you desire that? Do they give you a push when you need a push? Do they correct when you need correction? Or are you surrounded by people who tear you down every chance they get? Who put negative thoughts and ideas in your head? Who devalue everything that you speak to? Who look to not elevate you in your moments of lowliness, but actually commiserate with you there and not help to pull you out of that? Or how about the enabler? They don't tell you what you may need to hear. They tell you what they think you may want them to say. Is that someone who's capable of loving you at all times? Because I would say that if someone is capable of loving you at all times, then they are also capable of loving you enough to tell you when you need to fix or correct something. And I know for a lot of people, that's a hard thing to do. And I'm not trying to get off track too much because I really do just want to stay in that place of just talking about what a healthy relationship looks like. You know, the scripture said that a brother is born for adversity. What do you think that means? To me, that means that a person who is that person for you is there to stand with you through the most difficult moments and times and they're not going to walk away from you. They're not going to abandon you. They're going to be there to support you. And you know, when I think about relationships, I'm not only talking about romantic relationships. This could quite frankly be a brother to sister relationship. This this could be a sibling relationship. This could be, you know, a parent to child relationship. This could just be best friend relationships. Whatever that relationship is, that person if it is healthy, must be capable of loving you at all times, must be capable of standing there with you at all times. They must be capable of applauding you and supporting you at your high times just as easily as they are there to help lift you up and pick you up through your low times. So while you're in the process of just asking yourself the question and assessing the connections around you and whether or not the relationships that you are engaged in currently are healthy relationships, meaning that they are conducive to supporting you in your relationship and walk with God, I also have to ask the question, are you truly healthy for yourself? Because bear in mind, and please, and I know I'm going off topic a little bit, in order for us to be I able to identify what a healthy relationship is for us, we first have to have an understanding of what healthy means for us, what it is and is not. And that's going to be different for different people because the things that we have need of in order to empower, encourage, and support us are going to look different for different people. And so what is healthy for one may not necessarily be the exact same recipe for healthy for another. And so while we are even assessing whether or not we are surrounding ourselves with healthy relationships, we also need to take stock in the idea that we are true to ourselves and truly know what it means for us to have a healthy relationship, meaning that we are capable of taking an honest heart look at ourselves and acknowledging those things that are good for us and are not good for us. And not being the person who knows that they shouldn't eat sugar, but goes and buys a 12-pack of Dunkin' Donuts and eats the whole 12-pack in spite of knowing that they shouldn't have sugar. And so if you know 
that you shouldn't have something or something is not good for you, but you aren't equipped to take a hard stance against that thing that you know is not healthy or good for you, then you may not be in a position right now to where you can adequately assess what is and is not healthy for you until we can get to a place where we are also able to take a honest hard look at ourselves and identify not only our strengths, but also our own weaknesses in assessing what healthy looks like for us. Until we can get to that place, we will not be able then to subsequently define what a healthy relationship should look like. And so I challenge you in your assessment of whether or not you are surrounding yourself with healthy relationships in your walk with God as a believer to take separate stock and inventory of yourself and assess whether or not you are truly healthy for yourself because you won't be able to do the latter, the former assessment rather, until you do the latter. So as I close out the episode for today, I I just want to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. I know some of you are familiar with the saying, one bad apple can spoil the bunch. But I really want you to think about what that truly means. Because it's not so much that the bad apple is present. The problem is the bad apple is present in a group with other apples and the bad apple's presence in the group with the other apples because of their connection to that one bad apple can negatively impact them. This is a great analogy, great example of the whole concept of making sure that who you are connected to is healthy for you to be connected to. Because again, whether we intend or not, the presence of that one bad apple, if connected to us, can begin to permeate who we are and what we may become. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.